Okay, so last week we ended, I'll show you a review quickly, we ended up last week and then we're going to move on, these are Hashem. So we've been discussing stita, which is squeezing, which is a told of dash, which comes from threshing. We said that there's a number of fruits that are derisa, which is just really just olives and grapes, the derisa, and all the fruits of the rabbanan. We mentioned the practical differences between them is that for grapes and olives, you cannot squeeze them at all on Shabbos. All the fruits can be squeezed directly into food. We gave the example of lemon into salad, a lemon onto fish. Directly into food, it can be squeezed. Into sugar, we have an example before it goes into tea. Those are all permissible. It can't go into a cup, it can't go into liquid, but it can go in directly onto food. Grapes and olives, with the exception, they can't be squeezed at all. There was one difference we said. The second one was if liquid came out by itself, wasn't squeezed, can the liquid be used? For example, we said taking a slice of lemon, putting it into tea, and letting the liquid come out is permissible when it comes to lemons or anything else besides grapes and olives, and the juice can be used, it can be consumed, etc. Grapes and olives is a problem, and there would <coughs> be any juice that came out by itself. And I think that's what we ended up last time. There's one other difference, which is an interesting distinction as far as sucking on fruit. You can't suck on fruit and Shabbos, which obviously will bring the liquid out. Grapes and olives, one should not suck on fruit at all, except if it's in one's mouth. That's considered eating, not considered drawing the liquid out. That's fine. But any other fruit, the person can suck the liquid out. That's one difference between grapes and olives and other fruits. Again, a distinction in terms of the rice level being more stringent and the rabbinal level being more lenient. Okay, those are the three basic differences between grapes and olives and other fruits because of the rice versus the rabbinal. Um, the last point to mention is that squeezing anything which is being done not for the sake of the liquid, but for the sake of the item. For example, a person has something which is too oily and wants to squeeze that out to get the oil out, that is permissible. A person can do that on Shabbos. For a piece of schnitzel, anything similar to that, and it's being squeezed just to remove the liquid, you can even do it, let's say, into a napkin. The way you would do it during the week, you take a napkin and press it down. Obviously, you have to be careful not to squeeze the napkin out, so it has to just be pressed not too hard with the liquid to be squeezed out of the napkin as well. But if you just dab it on and the, liquid, the oil will come out into the napkin, that's okay, even though it's potentially someone being squeezed out of the, out of the schnitzel or anything similar to that, because there, number one, it's not even natural liquid. Number two, it's not, being for the, it's not there for the sake of the liquid, not squeezing for the sake of the liquid. There is an issue of border in that case, and which we'll get to a little later on, and the simple way to avoid that is, as long as for immediate use, it's okay. We'll discuss that later on when we get to Borah, which is the next Malacha. So just to keep that in mind, that squeezing things where the goal of it's not for the liquid, the goal is to get the liquid out, is going to be permissible, as long as it's not for immediate use to avoid the issue of Borah. So that's just one last point about Sechita, which is really tied to Borah as well. Right, so there it's out of material, that's why, because that's a skit of malabin, which is out of... Material, right, material, because that malabin is always going to be an issue of, even if it's not for the sake of the liquid, because there it's to help out the tablecloth, or the towel, or whatever else you're dealing with. But over here, it's just, it's a food item, which essentially is going to be okay, it's not no malabin on food, it's only an issue of skita of liquid, which you don't have that in this case, because there's nothing to be desired. Okay, so that really ends off the malacha of dust, which is really the primary thing we focus on, a schita. I want to move on now to borer, which is really the next malacha. And there's one malacha in between, which is called zora, which is winnowing. 
hard to imagine winnowing being a practical case. They winnowing is when it needs to throw up the sea, um, the seeds. The chaff would fly off, and that's very classic of involving in, involved in making bread, but really have very little application to us. So we really move on to the next malacha, which is borer. Borer is a very fascinating malacha. Borer is probably the most fine line malacha, which means that there's fine line between what makes it 100% permissible and iso derisa. So it's a very strict in terms of that and has very important classifications of how we define borer and exactly what, that, what the applications are. As with every malacha, we'll begin with the yisod. What do you still, what the foundation point of borer is, and then what's exactly the applications of it. So borer is really taking two items, which are mixed together. They have to be mixed. We'll discuss what's called a mixture, what's not called a mixture. Two items mixed together, separating them for the sake of enhancing one or the other, or, really, or both, actually. So, again, two items mixed together, and you separate them to enhance one or both of the items. And we'll explain why each one of those points are important. I want to really jump to the last point that I mentioned, because that's a crucial point. The goal of Bora is to enhance, again, either one or both of them. One or both means, let's say you have something which has good and bad on it, so obviously taking the bad off enhances it. That's classic Bora. Or you have two good things, they're just mixed together, you don't want them together. So you separate them, both are being enhanced. Nothing is bad, nothing is good, but you just don't want them together, right? For example, you have a mixture of uh, jelly beans, and you want to have the red jelly beans here and the black jelly beans here because you like to have the jelly beans separate. You don't want to have a different taste, which is a simple case. In that case, both of them are fine. You leave both. You just don't like it. You want to eat red ones separately and black ones separately. That's borer because you're enhancing, in that case, both of them. You don't want either of them together with the other one, and that's borer. So either both are being enhanced because you don't want them together, or one's being enhanced because it has something which is bad, negative, you don't want it, and that's being enhanced. That's the classic definition of borer. I want to really just jump to an important case, really just to help clarify this, the, the rule. Is a, one of the major points about borer is you're always separating something from each other. That's what borer by definition is. And a very simple question regarding borer is, everyone has in their sink a sieve or a sifter on the bottom of the sink which basically sifts out liquid from solids. The solids go down the drain and the solids, the liquid goes down the drain and the solids sit on top. Every sink has that. And the question is, is it permissible and we all know the answer is yes. The question is why? Is it permissible to pour anything into the sink on Shabbos which will be separated? You have a bowl of soup and you want to pour out the liquid and leave the vegetables sitting on top. So you pour the soup in, the liquid goes down the drain, vegetables sit on top, and then afterwards you dump the vegetables out. That would seem like a classic case of borer. The vegetables are being separated from the liquid. Obviously they're being used, in this case, with a strainer, which is, as we'll see, a more serious act of borer. So why isn't that a situation of borer? And the answer is really based on the concept we just said, is that borer needs that either one or both are enhanced. In this case, both are going into the garbage. Both are being thrown out. Both are being disposed of. In that case, neither are being enhanced. You're not bettering any one of them. You're just making it, your sink doesn't get stuffed up. It means your sink is better. Not the item A or item B, but the sink is what's not being stuffed as a result of having the sifter to sift, sift it out. And that's just a, a illustration of this concept you need to enhance Again, either one or both of the items. If neither are being enhanced, there is no issue of borer because there's 
nothing that's actually happening which makes it one of them better. In general, malach, as we spoke about way in the beginning, is always creative work. Something is becoming better, something is becoming enhanced as a result. All the malacha, something is being better through the process of the malacha. Boru is the same thing. Again, either one or the, both of the foods are being enhanced um, throughout the process. So that's the point about being enhanced. We go back to the earlier part of this statement. We said two items that are mixed together and separating them to enhance one or the other. Obviously, the two items have to be different types of items. If you have ten different apples and they're all the same, and you separate five of them to be for now, five of them to be for later, there's no borer. So when I say two items, two items by definition means two different types of items. Not the same, obviously. So the question is how we define to what level difference does it have to be? It means you can have apples where there are maybe slightly different sizes, different colors, different shapes, different taste, right? So what makes something different? How do we define the word different? Because when we say two, it obviously means two different items. Once we'll define what different is, we know at least where the borough situation is. I want to really clarify this point, is that borough situation starts when you have that concept. Two different items mixed together, being separated to enhance one or the other. That's, that creates a borough situation. And I think it's important to clarify this now, is that very often we're going to have a borough situation and there's still a permissible way to do it. A borough situation, situation means that I have to deal with borer. I have an issue of borer. So when I have two different items mixed together, that I'm separating them to enhance one or the other, that creates a borer situation. So just take a simple case. I have a case we had before the jelly beans. I have black and red jelly beans. I don't want them together. I want them separate. So two different items, they're being mixed, they're mixed together. I separate them to enhance, in this case, both of them. That's a borer situation. That does not mean that it's automatically us to do it no matter what. There are permissible ways to do it. But I do have a borer situation which I have to deal with. If I don't have a borer situation, there's no issue. Right? For example, if they're all black jelly beans, I want to separate half for now, half for later, there's no borer situation. Any way you do it is permissible. There's no borer. If I have black and red jelly beans, then I have a borer situation. I have two different items. They're black and red. We'll see that's called different, certainly. Mixed together. They're mixed together in one bowl. I'm separating them to enhance, in this case, both of them. That's a borer situation, which now I'm going to have to make sure that it's done with the proper criteria of how borer situations are dealt with. So there's really, borer gets confusing because we often confuse the different concepts of permissibility and, 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 and not, and they often get confused where it's permissible, where it's not. So there's two different, again, levels in borer. First, to know if it's a borer situation. If it is, how do I deal with it? What's the permissible way to go and separated if it's a borrowed situation. Sometimes there's no way to deal with it. Sometimes there's very simple ways of dealing with it. But our first question always is going to be, is, is it a borrowed situation or not? Yeah. Let's go back to the red and black jelly beans. Let's say you don't care how they taste. But right now you're sitting at the table and it, for the decor purposes, red okay. and black. Right, so that's very good. So that that's really goes back to our question of what's different, of what creates a difference. Is it, is it going to be taste? Is it going to be decor? Is it going to be the looks? So the color? Know, that goes back to the sink to me. In other words, you're allowed to clean out the sink because the sink is improved, but the water and the garbage bowls you don't want. 
Right. So why is that any different than the jelly beans? Let's say my table is improved because it looks pretty because it's separated in separate compartments, but I don't care about the red and black. Right. Well, we, you do because you want red here and black there. That means that's that's what. Well, I want the water down the drain, and I want the garbage. Right. But again, neither of the items are being are being enhanced. You don't either of them actually. So you don't want them with the jelly beans. You right. Want them you want. Right, you might care how they look. So, I mean, that's a question which we'll get to: is so appearance or color? Right, exactly. Right. Right. So, they're mixed together. You don't care that they're mixed together, and you're setting up the board. So you don't care that black's next to you. Can you hand the black to your opponent because? Like no, but you do care because again, if you want to have that's so there, there the fact that the color certainly makes a difference because each one's a different team. Right. So the color certainly makes a difference. So black and red checker pieces certainly falls onto the category of two different items mixed together, mm-hmm. separated to enhance. In this case, both of them because no, you, not because you're separating. I'm saying you always just say, okay, I'm jumping ahead, but open myself. But you it's well, right. So it's, right. So again, you get uh, see I'm that's what I want to try to separate them. Those, our first question is, do I have a borrowed situation? So the answer is, with black and red checker pieces, you definitely have a borrowed situation. Why? Two different items mixed together to enhance both of them because you can't play unless you have them separate. Now, again, the second question will be is, once I have a borrowed situation, how can I do it? And, again, there's the three conditions and the rules, et cetera, which gets... But I think it's important to separate the two levels because often you get confused in those two questions of, number one, is it a borrowed situation? And then if it is, how do I do it? So we're going to separate the questions and first define what's the borrowed situation, and that's, again, we have two different items mixed together, being separated to enhance one or both, and then once we do, how, how is it separated? So one, our first question is, what's called different? How different does it have to be to be considered as a borrowed situation? What makes something different? What type of differences? Right, we mentioned taste possibly, color possibly, size possibly. Each one of these things are a possible difference. I want to go through them and see which ones are actual factor regarding borrowed. So the first and probably most obvious um, dif- differences is there are different items, different species, right? For example, if you have different, um, different apples and oranges, they're different species. That's obvious they're different. And if they're mixed together, let's say in a fruit bowl, that certainly can be a situation. I want to separate the apples from the oranges. For whatever reason, I want to put apples here and oranges there. So I want to make separate bowls of each one. That's certainly considered to be different items. Different species. The items are totally different from each other. That's without question going to be considered different. That's probably the most simple and obvious. I have different types of nuts, different types of candies. I have candies and nuts. I have raisins and nuts. These are two different items. There's no question of different species. If they're mixed together, that's certainly going to be considered two different items mixed together. Again, assuming they're mixed, we'll describe also the next step is how do we define what a mixture is, how mixed it has to be, and what level mixture. We'll get to that in a moment. But as far as different species, that's the most obvious difference. You have different types of cold cuts. You have pastrami and corned beef, and salami and bologna, and the, uh, all different types mixed together on, let's say, a platter. That's definitely two different items mixed together. They're definitely different. They're different species. Without question, that's considered different. That's the, probably the most obvious. Second would be, there may be the same items, but different functions. For example, big spoons, little spoons. Big smokes, big forks, small forks. Big plates, small plates. Wine glasses, regular glasses. These are all the same item. They're both forks, they're both knives, or they're both, they're both spoons, they're both plates. But they serve as different functions. It means you can use a big fork and a small fork for the same thing. It's 
possible, certainly you can. But generally it's not. Generally we use big forks for the main and small forks for fish or something along those lines or for salad. So therefore the fact that there are different sizes, it's not really the size that really differentiates them, it's really the function. Because they're different sizes, that's why they have a different function. Sometimes different sizes make no difference. That means if you have, let's say, plates, let's say big plates, and happen, you happen to have, let's say, a set that has a 9-inch plate and a 10-inch plate, and you'll use both for the same thing. Use both for the use for the, for the regular main plate. So that, in that case, the size makes no difference to you, assuming you use them both for the same function. So you can have things different in size. If they are used for the same function, that's all the same. And then it's not considered a boring situation. You don't have two different items. But most plates, when they're different sizes, are used for different functions. The big plates used for the main, small plates used for the salad or the fish. That's a different size, but it's not the size factor, it's really the function factor, the fact that you use a different function. Forks are the same thing, spoons are the same thing, you have soup spoon versus small spoon used for, uh, used for a dessert, things like that. So it's the size which is making the fact that they're a different function. A glass, you have sometimes a glass, again, a wine glass is usually smaller than a drinking glass, than a water glass. So the fact that it's a different size, it's not so much the size, it's really the function. You can have different sized glasses, you have a 12 ounce and a, and a 10 ounce, if they're used for the same thing, it doesn't matter, because I use them the same and they just happen to mix together, I don't care, because I use them all the same. That would not be a boring situation if they don't care at all in terms of the small difference in size making a difference. Once, obviously, the size makes a difference, that's going to be an issue. Also for the You're saying because you only use it for children, the one you use only for adults, that's, yeah, that's a different function. Right? If you if let's say you'd have small forks, or let's say forget about the forks, anything else. No, you have a children use for adults for fish and for kids for me. Right, so that but that's a different still a different function. Even if they were all used for main, but one's for children, one for adults, that's a different function. That's adult, adult silverware and children's silverware. Right. Once you have a different function for them, that's going to be different already. Now, it's interesting because size in food often doesn't make a difference. Right? For example, you have a little smaller piece of Google or a bigger piece of Google. Right. Again, if someone wants a little smaller, a little bigger piece, they'll take a different one. But essentially, they're the same thing. And the fact that they were mixed together... If they're not a different function, it's not going to make a difference. Right? You, have, you have a piece of chicken, a little bigger, a little smaller. Again, if one would be only used for adults, one only for children because of the size, that's going to make a difference. But if they're used in the same way, then the size really makes no difference. So really, the size is not necessarily a factor unless that size leads to it being used for a different function. So that's going to be a second criteria. So you have different species, different items, that's the most uh, simple, and then different size, but only when the size actually makes a difference in the function. And that's going to be the difference, which is, again, the classic examples, the forks and the knives and the forks and the spoons and the plates, etc. That's number two. Number three, different taste. Same item, even the same exact item, but you spice them differently. You have different dressings on them. Let's say you have a chicken, and one chicken has one type of dress, uh, spicy, and one a different type. So the fact that it tastes different both chicken, they both could be the same size and both the same, but the fact that obviously it's different spicing means you're generally going to keep them separate. And you care, you're going to have usually keep them on separate platters. When you put them back, you may often put them back in the same where they came from. You want to keep the spicing together. So that's again, the taste is different. You can have a cooked apple and a baked apple, right? They both they taste different. And certainly the fact they're both apples, but they do taste different. 
green apples or red apples, we know certainly example that they taste different. They have different taste to them. They're not just the color, they actually taste different. Interesting that, that we'll get the color in a moment, but if the color didn't matter, let's say green and red apples all tasted the same. So if they all tasted the same, then they're the same. Nothing's different about the fact you don't really, if you didn't care about the color, right? Some jelly beans, some types, let's say, taste all the same. Let's say they tasted all the same, and you didn't care about the color. So then the fact that you want to do, right, for whatever reason, I separate them, unless you have a reason to care about the color, so let's say aesthetically or something similar to that, there's not considered a mixture. So again, color would normally, again, not necessarily be a difference, unless there's a reason why they makes a difference. Taste certainly would be an example of that, if different colors mean they taste differently, like in apples, like in jelly beans, things like that, then for sure that's going to make a difference. So we have species, we have function, and we have taste, being the first three ways of something being different, as far as being a different item, which now, if it's mixed together, will be a border, potential border issue. What if it's like a pillow with like pink color pieces? Is that like the personal preference for size? Same thing? Yeah, so, so a, a, a corner piece, let, uh, generally, someone might have a or small like preference. Right. So again, more bird might be different because that actually t- changes the taste. Put it back in the so it has to be a substantial enough difference that a person would say, you know, people would, some people wouldn't eat that. Let's say if it was very well done versus not very well done. Some people like things well done versus not well done. If it's a little better done, you have a, the kugel and some parts a little better done, then most people wouldn't care. The difference, it's not considered a separate species then. Right? If something which, which is generally not considered different and therefore just be assumed all the same thing, that's okay. So you have, we have species, we have, we have function, we have taste, all those things are considered to be a different. Then the next one is quality. That means even in same item, maybe even somewhat similar taste, but one is right, different, a, a substan- a different quality where it's actually substantial. Like for example, right, simply had before one burnt and one not burnt, certainly be an example of that. One a more a, a substantially better quality of an of the item itself, and therefore it's people look at it differently. That's a sort of much better, finer, better quality, right? Even with, what bananas, right? Bananas, right? We a good example of that one's white, one's mushy, one's not, one's good. So some people look at that differently. It's sort of the quality of that makes a substantial difference the way people look at it, and if that's considered different. So what? I don't know. Again, right? So, it's that, if, if, it's a, if it's something which most people don't care about, then it's a slight preference. So for the average person, it's not considered two separate items. And therefore, right? Yeah. It's a, yeah. Overall, I mean, we'll get to later on. If, if someone particularly cares about it, it may make a difference. But generally, we assume it's not going to be considered. Right. So, so we'll get to later on if someone specifically wants something. And that, but, right, but the assumption is that it's not considered different. So we have species, we have taste, we have function, and quality. Those are the, those are the main differences in terms of what makes it different? The second thing is you have to be mixed. So you have to be different than the mix. You have two different items mixed together. What's considered a mixture? So there are three types of mixtures, and hopefully once we get this clear, we'll see the, the application clearly. The first type of mixture, which is probably the simplest one, is a attached mixture. Two things that are phys- physically attached together. For example, mat- meat and fat. Right? The fat of the meat is just attached to it. It's physically attached to it. And even though it's not really mixed, the way we look, think of mixtures, the fact that it's physically attached together gives it a, a stand of a, a mixture. A peel, a shell, these things are all considered mixed. They're attached onto the, whether it's a fruit, whether it's an egg, whether it's a nut, something's attached onto the outside. That gives it a, a status of being mixed together, 
even though, again, it's not, you wouldn't think it was a classic type of mixture, attached, attached mixture is one type of mixture. The second type of mixture is a piled mixture, kind of a pile of something. It could be a stack of clothing, a stack of towels, a stack of plates. Now, think about that for a moment. Again, a stack of plates is only going to be a, a problem of, or a border situation if there is different. Like we just said before, you need, if it's all the same plates piled up, no issue of border because it's all the same. But if, again, small plates and big plates piled in one pile and they were stacked together, that could be a borrow situation. Towels. You have a pile of towels. If they're all basically the same, again, even with different colors, but you don't care about color necessarily because whatever color is, is fine. So then separating those towels will not be a borrow situation. But if certain towels, let's say, are hand towels and certain towels are bath towels or certain towels are their color... What right? They call the coordinate. Let's say with with certain right, softer or call the coordinate with a certain bathroom you want to use. So that those will make a difference because yeah, the other color does make a difference. You use them for different functions, or the fact they're softer is a different quality. So these are, these are all things that which will make a difference if they're going to be fit into one of the categories. So a pile is the second type of mixture. These are the two probably least common mixtures: attached and and pile. And the most common type is what we call a random mixture. Random mixture is just things randomly thrown together. A salad is the most classic example of a random mixture. There's not a pile or a attached. It's just a bunch of things thrown together. So you have different vegetables thrown together. You can have a pile of toys thrown together. You can have a pile of many things, even things which are somewhat organized, a thing stacked on a platter. You can have different, let's say, deli stacked on top of each other, and you put a deli platter out, and you had different types of deli, all out, and then you want to put them back together, put them back where they came from, the, the containers. So those are different items. There was corned beef and pastrami and turkey roll, all, and they were, it could be it's a pile sometimes, but very often it's not even so much a pile, it's just put together in different ways onto, onto the platter. So it's either a pile mixture sometimes, or something just a random mixture put together on this pile, put together on this platter somewhat. And again, the fact that it's going to be together is going to make it to be two different items mixed together. So, what would be the different possible reasons why you want it? We just said it. It's got color coordinated. Okay, so you're right. So uh, gen- is it ever okay to take one from the middle? Like, why would you do it? That wouldn't be okay. That wouldn't be saying, why would you do it if, if why would you take a second one if, unless so it was a particular reason? Stack the stack. The stack fell down. Or, so, you have a stack that you're holding and you want to put this one on top of that one and this one. Okay. No, let's say somebody, somebody, let's say, the closet was open and somebody went by and they plowed over a whole stack of towels. So now you have the stack of towels you want to put back into the closet. But these two you want to put on top of the purple one, and these two you want to put on top of the green ones. Right. So I guess the question would be, if you ever, can you ever pull something out from the middle? Generally, yeah. pulling something out from the middle is a reason why you want the middle one, yeah. either because of the color or the function. You're right. It's probably unusual to find the case. Why would you take the middle one for? There must be a reason for it. I, I, I would agree. There's probably hard to find the case where that would not be a certain difference about it. Now, the, the confusing, thing, confusing thing about the random mixture is, is very often you look at something and there's a lot of different items there. At what point does it consider mixed? Right? For example, if you have a platter of kugel and you have big pieces and they're put together on the plate. So at what point 
do I look at it as a mixture, which is very relevant, particularly if you want to put them back after the meal, each one back in its proper pan, where it came from. That would be still in the Abura situation. You have two different items mixed together, and you're separating them to enhance them this way, both of them, to have them both in their separate pans. But at what point do I look at it as a mixture? If they're touching, is that a mixture? If they're on top of each other, is it a mixture? At what point do I look at a platter as a mixture? And many things are that way. If I look at it, I have a thing of toys in the middle of the floor. Sometimes they're all on top of each other. It's clearly a mixture. Sometimes they're scattered somewhat apart. Is that still a mixture? How do I define what's called a mixture and which will tell me if it's a borrowed situation or not? So it's very interesting is that Chazal didn't, there's no way to categorize this that, in terms of definition because it will depend on how big the pieces are, how small the pieces are, how close together they are. And Chazal gave a very, very interesting concept. It's really based on perception. On a person's, on the average person's perception, you look at this pile, do I look at it as mixed together or not? And it, it, it usually will be very easy to tell. And you look, look at a pile, do I see this as mixed? Or do I see it clearly as separate, right? If you have a few different items, especially if they're big, and they're separate from each other, it's not going to be seen as mixed. Obviously, the smaller they are, and the closer they are together, will more likely give it a perception of mixed. A salad for sure is mixed. There's small items all together in a bowl and a bunch of different items together. A chalant for sure is mixed. A platter usually will be mixed. Again, if they're very large pieces and, and somewhat separate, if you put them like you know pieces, one separate from each other, yeah, that won't be a mixture. But generally, um, a platter is sometimes piled, sometimes just put together very closely, depending how large the pieces, how large the pieces are. It's going to depend on perception, and that's really going to depend on a person to look at do I see a mixture or not. So in summation... The Boris situation is as follows. The Boris situation is two different items, and difference we said either based on function, on taste, it could be on color, all these things which make it to be somewhat different. Mixed together, att- attached, piled, or random. And I'm going to separate them now to enhance one or both. That's what gives a Boris situation. And once I have a Boris situation, now I need to know what to do. And how can I separate these things once I have a Boris situation? And then we'll talk next week about that. And so how do I separate once I have a borrower situation, how do I separate one thing from each other? But until I have a borrower situation, which means until I have two different items, until I have them mixed together, I don't have a borrower situation. If I don't have a borrower situation, there's no issue. And that's the, the basic criteria to know where and when borrower applies. What if on the platter you try to keep it separate, where you put, let's say, grilled pretzel, grilled chicken, schnitzel, or potato bagel, and or where you, when you set it up, you basically did different sides of platter. Is that... If you clearly look at it and say, I see... You see this side. Yeah, if I clearly see them as independent, that means, in my perception, I don't see them mixed, right? And if you try to keep it from not being a mixture, generally won't be, because you're, you're by design, making sure it's not mixed together. And you, so let's say you want to make sure that it doesn't mix, because you want to put them back afterwards. Right, so if you if said deli, right, in, in the red deli on one side, the white deli on the other side, and clearly keep them separate from each other, you're not going to have a mixture. By design, you make sure there's no mixture. So... It will be, by definition, whether you have a mixture or not, will, will again, depend on what you want to have here, if you way setting it up. If you didn't have any intent, it'll be what it came out to be. Did it come out to be a mixture or not? And that's the, the most important foundation in Borah, is to know if I have a Borah situation. Once I do, then we'll have to define of how to separate and what the different ways of separating are. So we'll get to that next time.